0: I'm I'm huge music person, like like huge. So, and actually, I got to tour with Scott Stapp from Creed.
1: Oh wow! Um,
0: I helped him when he went solo, and I so he hired me right before he he went solo, and then I like prepared. I was kind of like trainer, bodyguard, nutritionist, hype man. Like it was it was crazy. Like you know, did everything for him. Totally. But was in the studio a lot, and then. I had an opportunity to train Rico Love and Danger. Um, wow. Nate, uh, and they've both been on the podcast, too. Amazing. Um, I love music. I've yeah. um, always been in the studio. I love the studio. Like, love it. Like, there's something... Magical. It's something incredible when you watch someone take nothing and then turn it into something so extravagant. Like, And it always starts with, like, one... you know or yes you know or guitar string or something like it's just like one thing and then all of a sudden there's a song and it's it's incredible if anyone listening has never experienced it i highly recommend it like even if you're just observing you know you don't even have to add value just just watch and soak it up so anyways that that's that's me um i want to talk more about you obviously so i want us to kind of like tell the audience like how we ended up sitting here. Oh. Um, if it's okay, can I share some of the things you share said in the everything. email? All right. All right. Good. So I have a
1: quick story for you though. Okay. Yeah. Well, two things me. I actually want to say to piggyback off of that for being in a studio, people who even aren't in music, it's like when you're paying a gym membership or you're getting an IV drip or you're going to get a facial, right? It's like things that you're doing for maintenance for yourself but then sometimes we don't dive in depending on what our age is in life of doing something for the first time that's so different.
0: That's very and true.
1: And what I realize about studios in general, it's kind of like they only welcome you if you are a serious artist, more mm-hmm. than just independent emerging or observing or trying something new. So especially with the music process, like for people to, Come in and take your time just to try, because I come from I'm an author, and so that's yeah. how I got into songwriting, which will, and that's how I got into also music in addition to the mindset coaching. So wait, and stuff. you
0: weren't you weren't even a songwriter no. before you were an author? No. You were an author first. Yeah. Wrote your first book. Was working or, on my how second. Many books, second book, and then you started writing music. That's beautiful. So you that's just amazing. never
1: know what avenue your life is going to take, but right? the other night, like I also teach fitness, so I only teach Wednesday nights. It's all I have time for, but I love it so much and I look forward to it. Yeah. So after I had someone call me and say, hey, we want to have a meeting at your studio. And I'm like, oh, Wednesday nights, like that's my longest days, you know, but I went anyway and I was so tired and I was dehydrated and I'm <laughs> no shit, grab your can. It was 10 30 at night. I drank the whole thing and I had so much energy. So I don't even know if that's supposed to happen because it was not a placebo. And I'm like, what was it? I was like, it had to have been the water. And I was well, just telling Oscar.
0: <laughs> actually, it's, it's actually phenomenal uh, testimony because yeah. we were very intentional about what we put into the can. You know, we did not take that lightly. I yeah. think a lot of people produce these products like supplements and things and they, it's more about the branding or what have you. And it's not about the actual thing that people will be drinking. Yeah. You gotta, it's very, to me, it's very important. So sure. when we went through the process, we went through that process for a year and a half of mm-hmm. like tasting different ones, doing different proprietary blends of essential minerals. So it's a very specific um, dose of essential minerals to combat dehydration and, yeah. and to really hydrate you. Because if you only drink like regular water, you're actually not getting the minerals that you should. Right. And not all waters are alike. Like which most people mm-hmm. and actually my marketing team, they actually are cracking me up lately. They're from Canada yeah, and they like, they're like, you know, water's water. Like th- that's how, that's what their attitude was right, in the beginning. Right. They're like water's water. Now they're like, oh, it's not, you I know, know it's, it's not. And Changing I think a lot of people think like that, you know, like uh, water, First tap time. water, smart water, you know, whatever is the same. And it's, it's truly all waters are not light. So that's a great testimony. Yeah. The reason why you felt that most people, when they're feeling tired or they have a headache Mm -hmm. what do they do they go to tylenol or 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 they go to bed or they or they you know pop some pill or drink some caffeinated drink they think that and truth be told, they really just need water yeah. and the correct amount of minerals. And then all of a sudden your brain comes back. Yes. I was so up for four hours. I was like, should that's I write a, a song? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's Cause so no days off.
1: But yes, back to the email. No,
0: I want it. So the reason why you're sitting here oh. and no, I'm serious. You. I literally teared up when I was, oh. I might tear up again. So
1: Love
0: it. Um, the reason why you're sitting here is because I think there's great there's a great message here of intentionality. And I think that to your point, you just said like Wednesday's your longest days. And then you have this thing. And I think a lot of us, even myself, sometimes, you know, we, we start and we go, but we don't really think about these little things that make a big difference. And when you take the time, because that's another thing too, writing emails is not like as fast as people think it is. Like you have to think about what you're saying. You have to make sure you're spelled correctly. You have to you know you have to put some thought into it and you have to give yourself a quiet space to do it in that requires intention Mm -hmm. so intentionality was the first thing that just like spoke to me i was like this is a very like this is a real email this is someone that actually thought about what she was saying it 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 was very authentic it was genuine so just a few things (laughs) like another thing too is when when the boss you know, hears about his employees, it's extremely helpful. Like it's it's so good that you're speaking highly of people that work for me, because because you don't you really don't know what's going on when you're not there and you can't be everywhere. So to have people give you that feedback in Mm. such a positive way, you're like, I mean, for me, I'm like, wow, like they get it yes. and they're doing what I asked them to yeah. do. And, and it just makes me feel so good about my people out there, you know, because you so want bad. people to represent the brand, sure. like, and the, your values and and handle themselves as close to you as and, and truth be told, I even told Ryan better than me. Like I want right. people to act even better than me. Right. Like if you're not hiring people that are better than you, yeah, then you won't move the needle very far. So for sure. the thing, like you said, um to Ryan, you were like his energy, your support, his enthusiasm, all of these things are things that I coach my staff. Now, Ryan, Beautiful. it become it's natural for him, yeah. that's just who he is. But it is something and Uh, Oscar can tell you too, like we talk about in our staff meetings, like energy is contagious. Mm -hmm. Anything you do in life, you should be enthusiastic about. If you have breath in your lungs and you can, and you're alive, why are you not being excited about the things that the opportunities in front of you? Right. So that stood out to me first. Um, You said some more, I won't go into everything. Uh, (laughs) But then this this is when it was like, I was like, oh, she's my favorite person. <laughs> so you go, um, everyone involved from the artists, songwriters, producers, engineers, and management team members thoroughly enjoyed this water. We were running out by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. NDO is our motto. So when I literally read that one sentence, very short sentence, but NDO is our motto. That's what I'm trying to accomplish. Like in a nutshell, if you wanna know like what I'm truly trying to accomplish with with everything from the gyms to the apparel to the beverages is spreading the what no days off is within within and what it means to you mm-hmm. and then get everyone in the world
1: for sure like on believing the it, on the same wavelength yeah. like
0: that no days off is not what i tell you it is it's what it means to you And for me, it's no days off is a a commitment to becoming your best self, you know? And another thing too, I did kind of watch some of your videos Yeah. and I started, so the actual like phrase is no days off is about never taking a day off on you. It's a commitment to becoming your best self. So that's my like quote. And that's like what no days off means to me. (sighs) Me too. When when (laughs) I went and, you know, kind of stalked you on Instagram, Uh I started noticing like you kept saying becoming the best version of yourself. Becoming the best version. You said it like fourteen times, yeah. I think, and I'm like, so
1: people get it. No,
0: I like. Well, you have to repeat yourself. <laughs> people don't get it the first time, right, unfortunately. Right, right. But uh, so lean in. So let's talk about this. I just wanted to set it up like that because to me, that's why you're in the room, I and it's like. You. So I, I, I think the take home message for me, just to, because I, I like to throw little gems out there yeah. to people listening. Be intentional in everything that you do. And make sure you understand that the little things matter. When you have an experience with someone and it thoroughly was enjoying Mm -hmm. or you thoroughly got something out of it, it, let the person know. Always. Always. Because we need encouragement too. Like everybody thinks that people at the top and people in control or Mm -hmm. people... uh, in charge just we just wake up and we feel great you know all day long but no we need a pat on the back we need a hug we need we need encouragement as well always and it helps us keep going like right so thank you for that first of all very grateful for it it really just uh hit it home and then secondly i want to know all about like (laughs) now like just tell us who you are what you do um and just just go with it. I feel like, like you're
1: the male version of me.
0: I uh, no, right? This is it's really weird, great. Right? I'm
1: really happy for us. <laughs> yeah. Are you Leo also? We'll get into Zodiacs oh, later. God, no.
0: Cancer actually. Okay,
1: beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that later. All right. <laughs> um, who am I? Well, first of all, I mean, wow. I could say so much about Ryan, even on this. I just want to, because yeah. that energy, I mean, he even came back a couple times. We loved having him in the rooms. We were all wearing your merch. And yeah. just in addition to that, in the music industry, it's so important aside from intention, for hydration, period. Yep. And I saw in so many studios and when I'm in and out of these artists' homes, it's like, they're either drinking coffee or some type of throat coat hot tea. And I'm like, you just need water, but you need yeah. the right kind. Or, so that's why this is so perfect. Or they're
0: drinking Hennessy. So. <laughs> or they're drinking Hennessy,
1: <laughs> that's true. But I was like, not in this studio. Yeah, exactly. um, who am I? I? I really love this question in general because, and I feel like you're gonna love kind of this route of an answer, because you can answer this in so many ways. It's like, who are you? It's not only what you do, because that's kind of like your passion. It's not what other people call you because then that's like your label or your name. So it's like, who am I really? And I'll probably shoot it back to you also. I love that. But I feel like at my core and my soul, I am first and foremost intentional and grateful and ambitious and motivated and dedicated and committed to myself and the journey and the path that I know that I'm on. Like I know what my soul mission is more than ever. And I feel like, at any point in time, six years ago, it was my book because I was going through a period where I was a people pleaser and I woke up unhappy, but I know that instinctually I'm a positive, happy person. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you relate or find a community or get to a place where you can find joy every day, even in moments where it feels a low vibration? How do we raise that up? And ended up writing a book where I realized I couldn't find support or help online. My book was called 25 and Self-ish, like self dash ish, the positive aspect of choosing yourself. Because I'm like, I'm here for everybody else, but you also need to be there for you. You need to be the best version of yourself to be best to everybody else. And I feel like more people need to hop on that bandwagon, you know? And it's not just our minds or movement in the body and who we surround ourselves with and where are you living and the choices you make from the moment you open your eyes to when you go to sleep. Because when we wake up, our thoughts are with us and we don't share them unless we open our mouth and we do, you right. know? And your thoughts throughout the day and when you go to sleep and kind of reflecting and whether you have that support and you share it or not, it's up to you to also have that inner dedication and commitment to yourself saying, I'm here for me. And I always put like my left hand over my heart, my right hand over my stomach and taking that deep breath and being like, you are supportive if I don't have anyone that I feel like can turn to at that time or as a boss and a founder, you're just trying to do your best, right. period. And that's the best you can. And sometimes we might feel like, we fall short and we need a hug and about receiving, which we'll get to because I'm realizing that is a inner wound that I'm working on right now where I'm such a giver and it's so natural to me. It's all I know, like I will do anything and drop anything to help anyone that I need to, you know? But when someone does that for me when I need it, it's blocked and I don't know why. And I've realized this through the process of my opening and even this week where people want to help me and show up for me and I'm always showing up for them, but I couldn't allow them to show up for me because I felt bad or guilty, which is so Hmm. funny and crazy because you're like, so many people in this world are like, yeah, help me do this, whatever. But I really appreciate from the bottom of my core when someone really shows up because I'm used to being so independent and self-reliant and wanting to just be my best and do my best for everyone else. And that's also, so addition to being an author, which I feel like anyone can write a book, to be honest, because I didn't even really read books. Maybe because the ones I was reading, I actually didn't really like, cause I want a page turner. Like, yeah. like give me tokens of wisdom, right. get me excited, make me want to finish this now. I got now some I books for read. you
0: if you really need <sighs> yes, them. So yeah. I do, so.
1: I know I need to finish my second I'm a big reader, one. so yeah. You yeah. are, what's yeah, your yeah. favorite book right now?
0: Uh, right now, just, finished essentialism. okay, um, and, and then he has another one called effortless. And actually my man, right? Oscar gave it to yeah, me. Did amazing. you give me that one that you gave me that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was have really good. Have you
1: read the Celestine prophecy? The what's it called? Celestine prophecy. No. You have to. All right. I just love so we'll it. To I'll give it to you. We're going to share ideas for sure. That yeah. would also be great for your audience to so just like. No, 100%. Give them little reads yep. and, and tokens of wisdom. Which yeah. Like, uh,
0: I mean, top, top five is like uh think and grow rich. Um, ego is the enemy seven habits of a highly successful person.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, 17 laws of indis- indis- 17, indisputable laws of teamwork. Um, I could go on and on. I so love that. yeah, like uh,
1: personal development and group.
0: Yeah. So for me, like, I really, really love trying to figure out how to manage people. And, and to your point, yeah, you, it first starts with you. Because if you're not managing from the top, then and you're not pouring into yourself. So my my whole what I tell people all the time is I give them the airplane analogy with the oxygen mask. That's what I always say and I always lead with because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So when the when you're in the plane, what they tell you, they tell you to put your oxygen Mm, mask on first, first, then you help others. And a lot of times people like yourself, people like Ryan they're always giving, 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 and they forget that they need to refill their own cup. So they have something to pour out. And I think that's something, so I love your message. And I love the fact that you're leaning on that to remind people that it starts with you. Everything starts with you. Like we only get one body, one chance, one life. And if you're not waking up with intention Mm -hmm. and you're trying to better yourself, then you're not going to be good for those around you. And that is no days off in a nutshell. Like, so we're definitely on that same wavelength. And there's some
1: people in life who choose to be a main character who choose like a supporting role. And I want them to know that in any way you're important. And wherever you are on the spectrum of growth and personal development for yourself, even if you feel like you're at a rock bottom moment or you're at your lowest, it's an opportunity. Like I don't believe in the word risk anymore. I only believe in the word chance because you're taking a chance on yourself and an opportunity for something greater than you thought you were going to do. When before I used to think like in my first book, I would be like, I'm risking this to do this. And I'm like, no, right now, the first time I had to cross the bridge of fear, quit my job, realize I wanted to work for myself. Like when I was turning 25, if I'm working harder for anyone else, I want to do it for me and I want to invest in myself. And that first time was scary. Like you have fear traveling with you, but we wouldn't have courage or bravery if we didn't have a fear. So we have to remember, you have to learn lessons in life and it's going to take you to a new place where you actually belong. So, so many people are afraid of the unknown, but they have to jump in because that's probably where you're supposed to be. And that's where all the messages and the alignments going to come to you and the opportunities and the people in your life and the energy and we just have to open up that channel. And just like you said with music, when we're in the studio, which we'll get to that about the Mindful Music Lab, Wherever you are in that space, you're channeling information down from source, the universe, God, whoever, especially connected to a feeling of your human root that means something to you. Mm -hmm. That's an experience you wanna share that's relatable. And music is healing the vibrational frequency of the world. So whether you feel in a low vibrational state or a high vibrational state or a hybrid in between, especially with the people around you, you have to build that and put it into your music because that's what helps us kick ass in the gym yeah, that's exactly. what helps you wake up in the morning that's like what you're listening into your car and what you listen to and who you talk to is who you are also because it's all the information that we're retaining
0: it's who you're becoming to. so
1: you're becoming so what you listen to
0: what you read mm-hmm. it, it, everybody around you that's who you're becoming and you have to yeah. you have to take note of that you have to and look around choices and, yes exactly you have to pay attention you can't just that's it goes back to intentionality right yeah, yeah if you're not being intentional about the things you read the things you listen to the things you say the people you hang around, then you're just like going through life, and you're, and nothing's gonna really maybe maybe by chance something happens, but often you're missing out on who you could be,
1: who you could be, you know? and trying because right. trying is better than not doing it at all. Like when it comes to fitness, I was a competitive dancer my whole life. Okay, and what then t-
0: I what style of dance
1: everything like no tap, way. ballet, no point, way. modern, lyrical, hip hop, urban, funk. Am I missing okay. one? Not sure. Teach twerk classes on the side, private only. Um, my, my wife,
0: my wife will sign up. So. I love
1: that. I love that. I have people hire me for like private parties or birthdays oh, or bachelor parties, and I'm like, let me teach you how to shake that ass. And that's like, cool. hilarious. Um, but back to the seriousness. <laughs> but with fitness, I my whole family like loves to work out, and I had the opportunity to teach dance at the time. Okay, and then. Equinox where I work now and I've been there for eight years and I've only been able to teach once a week because I love it so much. And it's one of those things where I knew how to teach from a group fitness instructor perspective because I was a member for so long. And I knew what it was like to go to other gyms and take classes and stuff, but it gives you the opportunity like here, we have to remember and keep in mind that we don't have a lot of time in the day. And when you dedicate and you commit that 45 minutes, one hour plus to yourself, especially when you're teaching a class, you gotta show up for them just as much as they're showing up for you because they need you more, even on your lowest days. And I feel like even in my classes, I love it so much because it not only motivates me and it feels like a party and I fucking love it, but everyone chooses to have that moment to detach from their life Mm
0: -hmm. and to choose
1: to do better for themselves and to wanna show up and commit. And it's not just their strength or what they look like, it's whatever they went through. I'm like, leave your energy on the floor, take a deep breath, now we begin. This is you and your power and your commitment and where you're going is up to you. Not only in this room, not only in this body, not only in this mind. You but sure you don't want time. to come work for me? I know, I can come stop by. Know, right? We'll do events together. We might have to do a, we'll a, it out. a dual class. We, so, will, we yeah, will, we will, we will, boss it. moves. But I never had my own studio before. So now with Mindful Music Lab, how I got to this was basically I was kind of like introduced to the people in the industry three years ago. But I started out as a mindset coach because I teach Mindfulness, mindset, coaching, meditation, energy healing, Reiki. And I was bringing that into the studios because as you can imagine, like the music industry energetically doesn't have the most positive reputation. And we see all the documentaries with like Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, Kid Cudi, Machine Gun Kelly, et cetera, et cetera, where they're really suffering internally. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to every day become better versions of themselves. And sometimes they're not trusting the people around them or their management team or the labels or any of that. And it's like, how do you find a home within yourself where it's also feeling informal, where you're like, just like you're a hype man, I'm the hype woman. Just like you're the big bro, I'm the big sis, you know? So I come in there with this nurturing love, being like, hey, we're human first. I wanna meet that version. I don't wanna meet the one on stage. I don't wanna meet the one in front of the mic. I wanna meet who you are, who you grew up with in your inner child. Let's have a conversation from there and work from it. And it's, yeah. And like therapy wise, it's not, and I think therapy is amazing for everyone and any form of it doesn't mean it needs to be in a doctor's office with closed doors, no windows, et cetera. I think that any form of self-help whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's reading a book, whether it's a one-on-one coaching session, whether it's working out, right. you know, finding out whatever that is, because even how I was welcomed into your gym, also fantastic job with a handshake. Hi, do you need a tour? And I'm just like, I love it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where is Manning? You know? <laughs> so you're doing such a great job here, by the way. I like, oh, wanna you. give you all of your bouquet <laughs> of flowers because everything here has been brilliant so far. Thank you. And Oops. I just know that in the studios, the mindfulness and the mental health aspect is not included. And that bothered me. And some women don't feel safe in certain studios and they feel like they're not welcomed, whether they're an independent emerging artist or they're big time, you know? And sometimes people just bow down to you because of who you are. And and if you have 10 million followers and et cetera, they don't feel always that comfortable in these rooms with no windows and working with producers, writers, engineers, et cetera, that they've never met before. So I'm like, how can we go into a space that feels like you're making music from home and that you feel safe to be yourself. And your human side is being taken care of before your artistry. Because the way that we create, in my opinion, better music is from healing our root within, talking about it. We don't need to go talk about our traumas all the time. What's going on with your life now? Let's pull that solution. Let me give you the tools so that when I'm not here or you're not in this specific studio in time, you can carry them with you and then you can do better every single day with what you're doing. And that's how we make better music I love it because it's more than just how I do my camps is we have a community meal. Oh, I should say what writing camps are. So in the studio, you put together different artists, producers, writers, engineers, maybe they know each other, maybe they don't, but we come in, you take your shoes off because I want everybody to feel like they're home. And I want you to connect and ground to the earth. Right. And then you meet each other and you have conversations and you learn who each other are. Then we have a community meal. I split them up in combo rooms. Then we have an intention, a meditation, and sound bowl healing. And everybody opens up about vulnerabilities because you can be in a room with a writer who's going through something different or the same thing as you. And now you can write a song about that. And that's how we help the world because we're all here to relate and listen and be hyped up or to help us when we feel down. And I just, I'm here to heal the mental health of the music industry. And that is my purpose and sole mission right now and beyond. And I also work with at professional athletes, because okay. when we talk about after retirement, when you're 32 years old or maybe even 29 or 35, that's young in the span of a hundred years, you know? And yeah. you have a routine and you're working out and you're where you're feeding and who you're with. and. Who's your baby mama or your kids? And no one kind of teaches you-
0: Or baby mamas. Mamas.
1: Oh, um, make sure you got that trust and that 529 account for another time. But they weren't you know, guided properly onto how to dive into retirement, what to do next. When you're living your dream and you're young and you're after it your whole life, and then you turn 30 under or over, what do you do now? When that's all you knew. And then you don't know. And that might be the most money that you've ever made in your life. And then yeah. you're stuck. And then your ego gets dropped because the organization doesn't care about well, you anymore. Well, it even like, goes you- further
0: than that. Like even beyond the money, I think like, cause I had dealt with this. So I played college football. When you, when you play sports in front of hundred thousand people yeah. and everyone, you're the center of attention and everything, then that's taken away from you, whether it be injury or retirement or, or what have you, it is, it's a, you, you turn, you go into a dark place percent because you're not getting that attention anymore. You're not getting the applause anymore. Um, you're not allowed also for men in violent sports. We're not allowed to release our, our, you know, anger really, that's I mean, true. you know, or, or really just, just the ability to knock someone's head off, yeah. you know, cause there's something about it that is yeah. exhilarating. Yeah. And when that's taken away from you, what do you do? Like, what do you do? And most of us choose drugs, choose, you know, women choose whatever. And it's the wrong path. So I, I, you know, I applaud you for helping them and guide them into the right direction. You know.
1: Yeah. Have you ever been on the mic before?
0: I so, this is kind of funny. Um, in 2005, I was on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. Uh, no, Fitness RX for Women with Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, and the article talks about me. Uh, recording a country album in Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. It's, it was, I didn't get to do it. Okay. Um, Cause, and that's a whole want story. To,
1: you have a place now, so, the street.
0: Um. but I, I'm a country singer deep down inside, I you know, you I, I haven't released anything or, we or done it yet. Why not? We I've shouldn't. not been in a studio, but I do, I have done a lot of voiceover stuff. Um, my own voiceover stuff. And, and I, I, like I said, I love the studio. So, but
1: I can't wait you know, for you to come. It'll
0: be fun though. Yeah. You're going
1: to love it. It's a great vibe yeah. and I'm a low key rap star.
0: <laughs> no way.
1: <laughs> really good. Oh my gosh.
0: I can see that <laughs> really though. Cause if you're a writer and yeah, you're yeah, certainly yeah. a talker. So yeah, then it just, just like, kind of ah, flows. Ah, ah, Are like, you like you freestyle or?
1: I could. Or do you write mostly? I like, here's the thing. It's so interesting. Like a lot of people write to beats and I just write whatever comes to my mind or depending on what situation it is or I'll see like a meme or I'll hear something someone says and I'm like, yo, I'm texting my friends. And I'm like, I got bars. And next (laughs) thing you know, I'm like five in a row. Um, I feel like, I know B Berg's on the track. I feel like that I probably couldn't do it here because it's just like, I got some nasty ass shit I write, yeah. but we're good to the core, and we're still a healer. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> you course. You can be both. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you can, can be both. because so it's.
0: True. I think you can be because it's authentic. Yeah. Like I think so, a lot of people hide those kind of things because yeah. they want to be like perfect yeah. or whatever. And there's no such thing as. But that. I write every genre, so yeah. you probably could too. Yeah. You know. All right. Well. But yeah. In our spare time, we'll figure that. I out. I know. What's uh? Is there any like specific projects you're working on right now?
1: that I will be. So our okay. studio is in Little River and what I wanted was it to look like a home.
0: Where in Little River? 72nd. Okay. Why? Um oh, we're we gotta, opening a we gym talk in Little after. River. After I
1: know. I yeah. spoke to Ryan All right. about like who so, and where it is.
0: I can't speak on it yet. But we um, will after. And I can't tell it, to the audience you. but we'll we'll you're talk gonna be my but it's it's going to be special. <gasps> oh
1: my god, we're going like, to have lunch. You're
0: going to love it. I like, can't wait if I, it's, I'm coming it's wild maybe it's we crazy. do some
1: like so, even meditation sound bowl yeah. like cool events there bring yep. cool people in
0: yeah we're gonna have a rooftop gonna, situation oh, like oh, it's 12,000 square feet like it's AJ. it's gonna be phenomenal i'm so. happy for you yeah perfect the timing we have no idea because uh so have you heard about the little river project no so they're aj capital bought like 28 acres of land yeah. and they're redeveloping little river off what street um like 72nd yeah and they're like i'm talking like three high-rises like 17 restaurants amazing uh new you know new uh landscaping like they're making into a real city perfect and little river ironically is like it someone showed it to me it's really cool it's like the most accessible city or you know what do you call those suburbs or whatever yeah, yeah um in in Miami, like all the highways, I know everything leads to there. Everything leads to there, so it's very easy to get to, and it's like a little hidden gem. Um, have you ever? Did you ever go to a Sunny Steakhouse?
1: No. Wait. Was it with a the red big building? tree
0: with the big oh, tree so I don't in the middle? Think so it was an outdoor only. So it became really popular after COVID because it was outdoor yeah. only. Amazing food, great wow. ambiance, and they are now they closed to make it a real restaurant. Cause wow. before it was only outside. Yeah. So they closed and they're building like a $7 million restaurant and it's wow. gonna be impeccable. I love and that's, that. that's that's right like what across Wynwood the street. Was. Yeah, and exactly. Now, and
1: I mean, it's popping over there and I also yeah. love some of the restaurants, but it's a great area. It's close to everything. I'm like five minutes from design district and I live around here, like exactly. manifested this place. And I have two, state-of-the-art recording studios. Okay. And then I have two rooms for mindset coaching, Reiki, energy, healing, and meditation, one-on-one, and also for couples. And then I also, during camps, convert them into pre-production rooms. So it's like I have four rooms going, wow. and then it's a whole living area on the outside that's open space where I have we have a balcony, I have you walk in through French doors, and I was studying everything about Feng Shui to make sure that it was like long and inviting and welcoming. And, yeah. and I just feel at home there, so I need to, get merch socks. That's a Mindful Music Lab, because I keep buying my own and I don't like to wear shoes in there. And everybody just feels so comfortable. What makes me so happy, because the music has been so extraordinary that everybody's made there, is I've had people come in who haven't had a healthy studio session in like three years. Wow. Or their love songs are really about their management team, or they're leaving, their current studio situations with their A&Rs and managers just to come and just try to make music for fun and reinvent what their sound is and their creativity with us and with me because they feel comfortable. And I just want everyone to have a place that feels like home with no judgment, where you can just be free and feel yourself and again, be the best version where no one's looking at you. They just want you to do your best That's and amazing. just have fun. So when I have people- you like the female in,
0: version of Rick Rubin.
1: Yeah, I swear right? everybody's telling me that yeah. and that is the greatest compliment of life so ever you. like hello I know fellow Jew going to try
0: someone comparing me to like steve jobs oh, i'd be like love
1: yes! that yes or phil but knight it, it's true it's true you know? and i don't have any tvs in there i'm not going to i have books and i have people and you want it to and i have sound bowls you want to come in and meditate you want to learn to use like a sound bowl the first time you want to open and read a book it's all about connection because so many studios you walk in and you go into the room and you don't even know who's in there and now i'm so grateful. And no one
0: speaks and no one talks to you no, like, like nobody you, no right.
1: and it's like unless you have a huge living room and it's mm-hmm. egos too and i just want people to know like We're here for the collective to raise the vibration. We're here to be one and do things together and believe and move forward together greater in numbers. Like I don't even wanna compete with other studios. I wanna be the Miami mindfulness Mecca of music here. And I want other studios to be like mental health fucking matters. Because that's what bothered me. I'm like, why is nobody talking about mental health within the studio space where you're creating? Why is this not happening at music festivals specifically right now, at least in Miami? I actually threw music festival Called Raise the Dead with a great team three years ago, right on 17th over here. And we had a wellness dome. We had 12 hours of programming and music. And it turned into like a little DJ dome at the end. And it was beautiful. And then COVID hit. So we never did it again. But I also did music festivals for two years. Gotta bring it back. 10 years ago. Yeah. So I'm just like, how can we bring more mindfulness and safety and meditation and inspiration and just creatively? being ourselves with love to being your best in Mm. general and everything that you do, but especially in music because you don't even need to understand what the words are for them to mean something to you, that specific song. You just relate to it, you like it, you can't even say why, you know? And there's all different waves, or I'll put people in a room where one is heartbreak pop and he's with a house DJ and you're like, what? And then you're together or one girl sings opera but she's with a rapper doing hip hop. Like I want to that's cool. be the disruptor of just trying new things because yep. that's how we create from scratch. And that's when you do something new and you're excited about it. And when there's so much pressure because there's so much pressure in this industry and you get to come into a space where you're like, I never wanna leave, that's what I want. You know, you want them to feel so comfortable yeah. that they want to stay into the studio forever. Not just because they have like a deadline with their album. It's because they actually want to be there. And with someone who's been out of music or going through something really traumatic, whether it's a loss in your family or a breakup or financial instability, shit happens. We are human, yep. but reminding yourselves that someone cares about you. And I realize that with professional sport athletes. And then with people in the music industry that sometimes they're like, no one fucking cares about me unless I'm making them money. And that broke my heart. So I'm like, why is nobody doing anything about this? (laughs) And when I realized it, I was like, fuck it, I volunteer. I'm gonna be that person because there's nothing I want more in this world to help heal people, period, end of story. Everything else to me is secondary, you know? And I love what I do. And it's funny because I also, I meditate every day. I have my morning routine. Even on days where I don't have time, I take that moment. I sage and even cleanse my space. I have my hot water with lemon and coffee there now, you know? (laughs) Try, I didn't work out for two weeks and that was so hard for me because I really didn't have time, except of course I'm like moving furniture, bringing things upstairs. But it's the mindfulness and the mentality of like getting in there, moving your body bringing your strength back that movement is so important and the breath is so important. Like even my classes, I'm like, you're not out of breath, you just need more oxygen. Yeah. Take a deep breath in, have more no days off water. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just reminding people that your body is alive and that you are important and someone cares about you and someone's showing up for you. Because on our lowest day, when we feel alone, we forget that we have a whole support system or we're complaining. And it's not even about complaining, it's about how can I react and respond differently? How can I choose my mindsets or thoughts differently? Like. Even when I'm in my own feelings or I'm saying I'm so tired today, I hate even saying that and I beat myself up and I know I'm so hard on myself because I feel like it's complaining, but then I'm invalidating my emotions, you know? Because I also feel that people have it worse than me right now. But then you have to remind yourself you're human, you're allowed to be tired, you're doing the best you can. You did enough today. If you need a break, the universe will make things happen tomorrow or in a different moment. And we always think like, we need to start a new day tomorrow or start off with a different foot. But Mm. in reality, it's the moment. You just need to take a second. You need to walk outside. You need to take a breath. Look up. Like the moon is my glorious, beautiful God. <laughs> and last night, I love her so much. The moon, I don't know what it is. Maybe because I'm a Scorpio moon sign. I don't know. But I feel so connected. When I see the moon, I saw. I pull off on the side of the road just to like stare at her. Yeah. I swear. So last night I had time and I was like, She's right here, right in front of my balcony and I just bathed in her light and I felt like so super charged because we have nature around us. Like there's right. more than just us in this world and there's so many different ways where we can gain energy and inspiration from. And we forget that nature is a huge element and a part of that. And that was important for my studio. Like there's windows everywhere and you see the trees, you see the clouds. Like in one of the studios at night, there's like trees projecting on the wall. And I didn't even notice that was there because I haven't had the most time to live in the space. You know, because you're go, going, going as a boss managing your team. Like, it's like, look what you've built here.
0: I was uh, exactly what you just said. I was in the corner of the gym the other day and I just kind of like stopped and just looked around and I was like, this is pretty badass." And it's amazing, it's mine, but it's like, I had, I did not even, I've been going, 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 going that I didn't even stop and just look and appreciate it from a different eye, from a different point of view, not from the business owner, not from paying bills, not from, see, I'm guilty of always seeing what's wrong and and focusing on what's wrong Same. and then have to correct it instead of appreciating what's right. So it was a, it was a I had one of those moments yeah. of the other day. Yeah.
1: But it's not, I, I don't believe anything's even right or wrong or bad with that mentality because here's the thing. When I was building my studio, I said to my lead engineer and studio manager, what is going to make you the most successful in this space? That is the business model I'm gonna follow. I ask all my friends in the industry who are artists, who are label managers, who are the writers and producers, they are in the room. What will make you most successful here? What makes you feel at home? What do you feel is missing in other studios that I can bring alive? So even when you say like, this is yours, like for me, it also makes me feel weird saying this is mine and that I'm the CEO, president, owner, all these things because I feel so grateful that I just get to be there. Like I feel so blessed that I'm like, wow, I'm living my dream. Now what? Now, now we just need yeah. to keep going and raise awareness. And- so I have
0: to remind myself of those things, yeah. you know? Like the whole gratefulness and yeah. uh, appreciating where you are, why you pursue where you're going is is big that I have to remind myself constantly. Cause you're always thinking the next thing. What's the always. next thing? Like what's the next facility? What's the next product? And what's the next- to, you have know? to as a business owner. You have to, but you also need to remind yourself of what you've done, where you are, while you plan on where you're trying to to go so that's a that's huge
1: such a beautiful home that people come here on their spare time even at their lowest moments yes yes and you heal them without even being here because you built this we talk about it all
0: the time that that we want people walking out better than they walked in always because when it comes to fitness as you said earlier fitness is a release Fitness is something that people are going to, so they can shut down Mm -hmm. everything they went through. That I don't care who you are, that's why you're doing it. Like everyone has that mentality. Long day at work, was up with the kids all night. You know, my boyfriend broke up with me. Mm -hmm. You're going to the gym. You're going to hit the heavy bag. You're going to do yoga. You're going like that's that's it's because it's so good for you. It's so good and and there's such a connection. You said earlier, moving. There's such a connection between not waiting for motivation, but rather moving towards the motivation. And in that, in that process of movement, then the motivation comes. For but sure. most people don't act. They don't go, you know? So, um, And it's funny that she talked about the moon because the sun is that for me. So like, like I sometimes, when well, I'm just not feeling like right, I'll go behind the, the building in the train tracks and literally like take my shoes off, put my feet in the, oh, you know, exactly in the you ground mm-hmm. and let the sun in. So it's, you know, I think science calls it grounding, whatever, yeah. but there's there's power in it and there's truth in it. Um, and it works, like it works, you know, like and sometimes it, it can be five minutes, you know, the other day it was 20 minutes, but it, it's so important to just take a little time for yourself and get with nature. Like one thing I think too, that us Miamians or Floridians kind of forget is that we are literally living in a vacation city, like, (laughs) but yet we always talk about, I need a vacation. I need a vacation. Yeah. No, no, no. You just need to go staycation. Like, you know, like pause, pause, go to the beach, put your toes in the sand. I tell people all the time, jump in the ocean, Yes. like jump in it. Yeah. There's something about ocean water. Yeah that is healing like Absolutely. 1,000%. And I think we don't take the time to it's right here in front of us. we got Key Biscayne. we have this beach, that Everything. beach and, and the most beautiful weather, but we want to go to Brazil and, and Colombia and all these other places to experience. That's great. And those places are amazing, but don't forget what you have here in Miami. Totally. Like we have a phenomenal city. And that's another thing too. I think people complain a lot about Miami. And it's like, no, 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 no. I love like, it. I'm never leaving and Miami I'm born here. Miami is <laughs> amazing. The people you meet are amazing. Yeah. And you will find your tribe or your people, like you'll find them, but you have to search and you have to look and you have to open your mouth and you have to let Absolutely. people in, right? You know, And it's
1: also law of attraction. And yes. I always say, you know, where you are on your journey of life, we have to be able to create space for the people who are on that vibrational frequency and that level that you would want to attract in your life compared to maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, other people around you with different or negative mindsets and having that boundary and barrier and realizing some relationships didn't work out for a reason, some people in my life or a business opportunity didn't go right or this way because I'm supposed to be here. So I always say, I like to look at life and think, Nothing happens that's wrong or against me. Everything is for me. So even in my human being experience, I look at a perspective or a situation where it goes left. I'm like, this is happening because something better is supposed to happen instead. Or I need to go this way instead. Or maybe this is what I want. We find a solution and it happens. Or this didn't work out because now these group of people or this opportunity is going to happen. I was actually going to throw, which I will, when I have time, um, a women in entertainment event, which I should also do women and men at this point, but this was going to be for no. But it's
0: it's I love I love yeah, when women was, do women events yeah, like it's awesome.
1: It was going to be for Women's Month in March when okay. I was also opening and I had my camp, so I really didn't have time. And the place I wanted to do it told me that they weren't able to because they had um, something with electric, whatever. And so I looked at it and I could have been upset and I was like, you know what? The universe is making this happen because I need rest and I'm not gonna have time. And I would wanna do it the right way, not rushed. And what I am going to do is host about six or seven groups of women where they invite 20 people who are inspirational or influential to themselves, their spiritual, personal, professional path, not just someone who's like your blood sister. It's someone who you're like, that person was there for me and made a difference. And I believe in what they're doing and they support me and believe in me as well. And I wanna be able to create a bigger conscious community here in Miami and the world, eventually. But if you invite six groups times twenty, 120 women plus my network, now you have about 200 women who get to meet each other's communities. Because I'm like, how can I bring so many people together? I don't want to so just do it in my space. Go back
0: to that though. Like, so like,
1: yo, you can come. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. But what stood out to me is, you know, when, y'all are funny. Like, you know, women are are difficult. Like, amongst each other. Like, there's a, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. So uh, how do you handle all that in I, one room? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, cause For you're. me.
1: I'm not around difficult women okay. because of my frequency. And I'm very, how I walk into any room, whether I'm in front of you or I'm at home or I'm in a business meeting, whatever it is, I am the same person. Like I am not one or the other. And I feel that subconsciously, I command the same in return, my energy. So if someone wants to come in, even if they're in a toxic situation or toxic negative to other people, they never show up that way to me. I'm grateful that their energy is like, they show up as their true self and they feel safe. You know when there's people where you're like, Oh, I can have a day off and I'm at the beach and I'm minding my own business and then someone comes up to you you meet them in the first five minutes they tell you their whole life story yeah that's yeah. what happens to me right. so I'm like great if I can have a conversation I call myself a one conversation wonder that's why I became a mindset coach because I was helping so many people already with conversations They wanted to work with me even after my book and doing motivational speaking my podcast is coming because I didn't have time but now we're making time nice. um that that's what I realized and I think that. I wouldn't say that women are difficult. I think that they need to understand themselves yeah. because then they can And I don't understand. mean women oh, are no, difficult. Course, I'm not but, saying that. But they come off I'm as saying, misunderstood. I'm
0: uh, saying I've experienced, you know, when you, when you run businesses yeah. and you see all the, like the caddy, the, the, you know, the, so the talking behind each other's backs. Trauma the, and it's not like, healed. you know, and I, I, I think sometimes women are tough on each other. Like, it's like they don't, and people in general, we don't even have to to say women no but I, I
1: love this conversation because, but I just mm-hmm. think
0: people it, like I sometimes like could we all give each other a break like we are all going through shit, shit. Yeah. every single person on this earth has their own stuff that they have to deal with mm-hmm. but yet we want to like judge people and 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 then be judged and stuff and it's like could we just Take a deep breath and realize that maybe that person responded in that way because of what they are going through, not what
1: what you did.
0: They're projecting what they're going through and what happens. And I'm guilty of it. Like I'm not preaching. I'm saying that this is is what we're all going through because I do the same thing. We all do the same thing. If someone's rude to you, you immediately think like it's about you. And it's never and 99% of the time, it's never about right, you. Right. It's really only about them. Right. But if we could just give them a moment to maybe get through whatever they're going through, then, and again, you deal with people that sometimes they're just off and, and that's it they're in their own but, world. And right. I was going to ask you that. So yeah. because you have such a strong, like intuition and spirit and, and you just know, do you have those difficult moments where like, you have to just say no to someone? you know like if someone's just not like their their frequency is so different than yours that that you just are like no i do you draw like is there boundaries because you're a giver mm. like and you're opening your space up and you want to you want to heal the world but you also have to protect yourself so where is sure. your where is your balance with that
1: i feel that i'm a good thank god intentional conscious communicator and so if there's people in my life that I feel like I need to distance myself from, I'm also the first person to tell you why. Okay. And I think that people are owed that as well. But I think that boundaries for me, I think it's something that I'm still learning, just like patience. I, I don't think we're I would hope one day I can master patience and boundaries, but I definitely try my best. My wife.
0: Always tells me I need to work on my patience. So it's kind of it's, yeah. Take I think breath. everyone, is, you know, patience is yeah. is a tough one. And
1: and imagining that in certain moments, remembering that everything's working for you. Like my motto is live life as if the odds are in your favor, and that way I'm able to look at life where again, if something doesn't work out or there's a person in my life that needs to be cycled out in some way, even in personal relationships, like I will tell whoever I'm with at that time or whatever it is exactly how I'm feeling or the place in my life or what I have space for. Because I even feel like I don't have a lot of time and you choose what you make time for. And I'm sure you know that better than anyone else, you know? And for me, I just know if I welcome someone or an opportunity in my life, I let them know in advance, like, this is what I have. This is what I have time for. This is all I'm able to give in that moment. And I think that even like professionally in business, I think that there's so many people going back to even men and women who have these challenges. Cause I don't even like to use the word hard or issues. I'm trying to completely change my vocabulary.
0: Well, you, and, and, and I love that because words matter. They they do.
1: They do. I try to
0: tell people all the time that I'm around that like the things you say matter. Like, you cannot, you know, if you have certain words that you use constantly that are negative, it's gonna affect you. For sure. So that's I love that intentionality that you're talking about. And
1: it creates pools and crowds of negativity and toxicity. And that's what I feel like the music industry has the bad rep about that and then communities. So I'm like, I know so many amazing people, men and women who have such light within them or that are reaching for just being better. Again, the better version of themselves or being more positive and they want help and they don't know where to find it. And I feel if I can't be there for everyone, can I have them be there for each other? And so that's why I wanna create that community. And that's why the Women in Entertainment event would be all of your groups are amazing. And that's how we bring more of the sun and the light into each industry, especially the entertainment industry, by everyone that I know that's full of positivity and light meeting themselves. And now you're all friends and you can do things together and you can collaborate and like, that's fucking community. And that's what I want. You know, I feel like club space does such a great job. They do 420 yoga, which is free on Saturdays. And I led a guided meditation afterwards, over 200 people. And it was the most, yeah, you gotta go. It is amazing. And it's the most beautiful energy and everyone, there is no judgment and you can be absolutely free. And that's why I love their team and their establishment. Cause I'm like, I'm grateful that I'm here right now, teaching this meditation to 200 people who just wanna be better and are smiling and are crying and are purging and are holding hands and are making a friend because I also say in fitness, I'm like the person next to you in classes, everybody has what I call their real estate. Like they choose the same spot, whether it's on the left, the right, in the back in the corner. And I'm like, oh, you're in that person's spot. You can deal with it, become friends. Like I knew that when I was going to so many different gyms, as a member before being an instructor yes i like my spot in certain spaces but i love the people that i work out with it's energy like anything that you do whether it's working out here other people's energy you bounce off of who you surround yourself with who you have conversations with and also who's in the studio yeah like you need to make sure that you're all positive and you're all on a frequency and even if you're going through some shit, i'm like go in the mindful room i will meet you there play with some samples take a deep breath and hold a freaking crystal and open a book you have so many options to help self help and heal and soothe yourself in a space where you have the tools. Cause I want people to also know tools are everywhere to make yourself better. It's not just up to one person. It's not your responsibility to be able to make everybody in here super happy. They have to meet you halfway. They have to show up first and then they have to carry it through. So even in music and in mindfulness and meditation and all of that, You can go and you can try it yourself and you have the tools and you can bring it home and you can bring it in your car and you can bring it into your quiet moments. You can bring it in the shower. You can bring it when you're in the ocean. And the beautiful thing, because you're a Cancer, you love the sun because you are more connected to water. So the sun is even better for you, you know? And then when you're going into the ocean, the world is mostly made up of water. And so are we. So it's the vibration yeah. of the moon and the poles and the yeah. gravity that's making you feel some type of way where there was a full moon yesterday and the day before, and it kind of lingers for three days. So okay. it was a full moon in Libra, which is all about balancing scales, the yin and the yang, which my studios are called the yin studio and the yang studio, not like studio A, B, C, D, F, G, because yeah. I want everything to have intention and meaning, you know, and I'm learning how to even get into my divine feminine. I'm so in my masculine, especially All right, so wait a, a minute, business. go
0: back, go back, go back. All right, hold on lots of information divine divine feminine feminine yeah what 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 is is that that? i don't i've never heard that uh, one before oh really so we
1: have the yin and the yang right right. and you're balancing both sides of yourself and men and women both because we are beings we are born as men and women physically but on the inside you might have more earth more water more fire etc more air and you might have more feminine and more masculine so for me personally i'm always a leader first taking charge. I'm a Leo and I'm full of fire. My doshas Pitta with Ayurveda. So I'm just like fire all the way. And I've always had to be the one in my own life that felt like I had to be in charge. And so with the feminine, it's more of like the nurture, the calmer side, the receiving, the love. What can I do for you? How can I blend into a more energetic loving calm state right where you can allow yourself to also i don't even want to say be led but more open compared to just taking charge and that's
0: where the divine comes in yeah so
1: i'm learning to be her difficult
0: no that's cool (laughs) but it's it's
1: a cool situation that's what i learned is like i was get i'm not an emotional person like where i cry often and through this process like. I've caught myself crying just because my mom wanted to help me like return items like in the middle of her workday three days ago, I'm and a I was like
0: big crier. because like, you're a cancer. Like it's hilarious. And it's beautiful. <laughs> like I, every time, like I'm happy it's, for you. it's a disaster. But it's um, not.
1: It's beautiful. You have it's so many it's emotions. It's so funny. Like
0: because I'll be like giving like a pep talk, you know, like something that's supposed to be like really motivational, yeah. and then I'm like almost about to cry, and I'm like. What is happening right now? I and know. it comes out of nowhere all the time and especially alone. Alone it will come out a lot more than it does in front of people. I hope you let so. it out though. Oh yeah, you have to. Like You have to. So every I was now, holding it in. But I would say I mean, actually hearing you say that out loud, like probably not as much as I should, you know? You I probably don't let it cuz I'm, you know, the man, you yeah. know? Like and especially I'm, you know, driving around in my truck, I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> just see people like what is wrong dude, with dude. that guy? No. <laughs> but um
1: that's awesome
0: yeah so I probably don't do it enough but yeah
1: I'm learning too and it's just something that never happened for me just because I feel like I yes I'm so loving and open and generous and kind but I'm really fucking tough and my dad and my brother are very tough men and so I just learned to be tough myself and kind of self-reliant um and yeah, I've just caught myself crying over things where I'm like, thank you so much for helping me. I feel so bad and guilty. And they're like, stop it. Like my friends are like, we want to show up for you. Like, let us support you. You're always there for us. And I'm like, why can't I learn this lesson? Like, why can't I just open? Which is just so crazy to think, you know? Well,
0: yeah, but like lean into that a little bit and talk about it. Oh, but I know why it. now. Because mm-hmm. what stands out to me is, is most people, especially in this, in this, uh, talk about change Mm -hmm. is people push back like and they talk about like i'm me like i I, i'm this is just who i am like you know like it's just who i am and they don't think about who they could be yeah and it's not when we're talking about becoming our best versions you're we're not talking about losing your identity we're talking about making that identity better becoming and becoming something that. All of us are meant to be. We, we, Every single person is meant to be the best version of what they could become. Everybody. And like by day. Everybody. And it can literally happen if you're 70 years old Correct. or if you're seven years old. And that's something too, I think people, you know, the 38 or 42 or whatever. And they're like, oh, it's just too late for me. Like, no. Never you too have,
1: late. I know. You have your
0: whole life in front of you. That's I saw so the other day on Instagram, I sent it to my mom, uh, these two 81-year-olds. 81 year old best friends traveling the world I and i, I was like this friends. is the coolest thing yeah. i've ever seen." so i sent it to my mom and my mom has a best friend named kathy and they if they had a reality show they would be the funniest oh my god i love it, it like i've always wanted them to have it they're florists and they do weddings together we'll manifest it it's hilarious like they are hilarious I love that. you know they're southern they have the, the yeah, 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 and whatever and so i sent it to my mom and i was like I was like, this is gonna be you in your 80s. You're gonna be traveling the world with Kathy. So she loved it. But yeah, it's so funny you saw that.
1: Because I send it to my friends and we always say, you know, when we grow older and who knows who our husbands will be at that time in life. I was like, can we have a cul-de-sac or I'll buy us a house. I was like, I'm gonna do my best in this world (laughs) to make sure we're all taken care of at the end of our lives and we all teach fitness. So I'm like, you can do Pilates one day. You can do yoga in the afternoon at sunset. I'll teach meditation and we'll do high intensity and we'll just be 80, (laughs) kicking it, traveling, hanging out. We all cook for each other and you just like have a good laugh, hopefully. I mean, who knows where the world will be. I always say to myself like, and when we think so much about time too, like, I don't know, you know, with, by the way, attraction of, of, of people into your life and that energy, like, I'm, I hate the word single cause I think it's just a terrible word. I'd call it independent because it's also like a choice. But I think that at different vibrations and versions of yourself, because mm-hmm. I could have felt really low yesterday, but that was still the best version of myself in that moment because it was the best I could be. And you attract who your tribe is and who your partner will be in life based on what vibrational frequency you're holding as the best version of yourself today. So last night I'm with my cousin, he's 21, he's so adorable and he's like, I want my girlfriend because I help everybody manifest their partners, your opportunities, your jobs, how to be the best you, everything, because thank God it works and it works very well. Like I never want a client full-time. I just want you for a little while until you're great and then go off so I can help somebody else. Like, I don't want to keep everyone forever. I just want to give you the tools and have you run. And if that works in one Session, amazing. If it takes a little bit more time, awesome. Um, but he said to me, he's like last year, his sister, I helped her manifest her boyfriend, who's amazing. He exists, I met him last night, awesome. EJ, shout out. And so for <laughs> my cousin, he's like, how do I do that? Because I tried to manifest last year and she didn't come. I said, maybe she did come, but you weren't the version of yourself you are now. And even at 21 years old, all he does is focus on school. He doesn't go out, he doesn't drink anymore. He just wants to be his best self. Right. So I'm like, that's how you attract the best version. And I know that whoever I've attracted in my past intimately was the vibration that I was holding at that time. But now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for a partner. Like I need emotional support. Cause I realize I cry and like, <laughs> I'm a business owner. And I want someone to be like, baby, it's okay. Like when we talk about- All the, right, so you, are the, you the announcing the right
0: now you're independent?
1: I am independent but right. not with the total announcement. My announcement okay. is the divine feminine. I have to finish All right, all right. Sorry, I circle. cut you off. My bad. But the feminine part is that like I thought that I would need someone just like me, like tough, masculine, go-getter oh, no, no, like. No. Super That's a disaster. Hard. Yeah, and so like, now that I'm going into my divine feminine, I'm like, wow, I actually need someone who's like calm, who's probably in their divine feminine, like teach me how to be cuz I know I'm an alpha woman, but like I want an alpha male and let him be him and do his thing. Like, Mm. that's still okay. I think that women in business get a really bad rep where they feel like, oh, she has too much on her plate or like she's too this, or she has too much masculine energy. Like, I don't know, whatever it is. Like, this is what I'm also hearing from my other friends who are business owners and they're also independent, right? And I just say to them, I was like, you know what? Everything comes at divine timing. I don't even have time for someone right now, but I know that right person's gonna come because I believe in God and the universe and law of attraction and healing that everything's gonna come to you. Based on your self worth and what you deserve and what you have space for and what you're going to create, but it shows me that like I also need to have and learn lessons, just like the emotional side of us and being in the divine feminine and receiving. Like you can have the most amazing person come to you, but you might not be ready because you can be at the beginning or end of your journey, and they're just at the start of theirs. Right. So like I realize timing is
0: huge in relationships and life and business and everything. And
1: balancing the masculine, feminine, and the yin and the yang. And I love learning so much more about that stuff because then. I know that there's something called human design. I don't know if you know what it is, but I will- Human design? Human design. So,
0: it sounds familiar. So image.
1: it's based off of, you have your birth chart, okay. where you put in your first and last name, where you live, the time you were born. And that's how we know our sun sign, moon sign, and rising. And with human design, there's four types. It's a manifester, manifestor generator, reflector, and projector, which be different things that people can look up later. But for me, I'm a self-projected projector. There's only a certain percent that's supposed to be made up so-called that they mm-hmm. say and it's like seeing things from a bird's eye view but I can only learn through my own experiences <laughs> so it's only a self projection so people I can't really learn fully a lesson through what they're telling me I have to learn it myself Okay. and so that I'm able to share it because I have to be of service to the collective and the community because it's all in my chart is all of like being of service and the leader and creating something and being a disruptor so it all makes sense when we even look at it astrologically and with the planets and with our energies and our divine feminine and masculine. And this is just all like new shit I'm learning about because we store even chakra based like with Reiki energy healing, which mm-hmm. if people aren't familiar, it's basically like you lay down we place our hands above you and we pull out energy and we clear blockages. So if you feel like you store energy in your throat, in your heart, in your core of your your solar plex or sacral or root, because your root is your groundedness, your safety, security, your foundation. So when someone's root is blocked, I make them come downstairs with me, we put our feet in the grass and we literally hug a tree. And I have plants in my studio where you put both hands over those big uh, birds of paradise Mm -hmm. and you take a deep breath and you imagine the energy leaving your hands into the plant because it's source and it's nature so i recommend for you when you're in the ocean when you're in the sand when you're out there with your feet in the grass you take that breath and you imagine as if the roots of the ground are just taking the energy from you being like i love you i'm protecting you i'm here for you and i have your back and you're safe with me and i'm giving you energy to restore what i'm taking out that doesn't serve you and the energy that doesn't serve you you know right. and even when we're receiving energy we have to have our legs and arms uncrossed to receive. And then, when sometimes we are in conversation, or even when you're in your business deals and you can cross your legs and your hands, because everything is an energy exchange. Yeah. Even sexually, it's an energy exchange. Like right. the strongest sexual connection is intercourse. Like it just is because it's our bodies and it's energy. And you have to be careful who we allow into our space and our time and our energy back to boundaries. All
0: right. So, you got to, you got to, that was a good segue because you got to talk about that a little bit from a woman's perspective, because you're
1: Love these conversations. Independent,
0: (laughs) single, you know, whatever you want to say it. But like, I believe that women need to hear a woman, not Mm -hmm. a man talk about protecting that, you know, and not just going out there and sleeping on the first date. And and again, I'm not judging, but it's just like as a alpha male, as a man, like and of course, I'm married, but my wife has girlfriends and talks about what they're going through and stuff and it's like you know what I hear often men want to pursue like if we like you Mm -hmm. then we are going to pursue you like we're not we are not complicated creatures like once we like something we're gonna pursue it but alpha males if it's too easy Mm -hmm. then we lose interest that's like a very normal thing that For happens. Sure. So, talk about a little bit about how you handle handle those kind of situations and what any kind of advice you would give women, and if they're single women out there and they're struggling, you know, with sure. with locking down somebody or yeah, whatever. You know, it's
1: honestly, it all comes down to self worth. Yeah, period, end of story. And I think that there's a lot of women who feel that they need to act a certain way or to be a certain way or be a certain person for whoever is pursuing them or who they want to pursue, you know? And it's so funny, I have so many of my mindful clients who are men and some of my guy friends who, just say like, wow, they're like really coming on to me. But like, how do I also just say like, no, I don't really want this. Or like, I never will go on like a dinner or drink date. I actually don't date either. I just meet people organically and I'm like, I don't know. Let's see how this goes. Like energy's energy, you know? I don't do dating apps, none of that. I just believe yeah. like- I But met- if you
0: meet somebody like that you connect with, you'll go out on like a dinner with them, right?
1: I mean, or no? I think it's better for like, meet me in the daylight because I okay. also believe right. from a, a female perspective in my own experience, yeah. when it is nighttime, they have a, they, they, act differently and they have a different mindset. Like I know that some men who were trying to pursue me, like only wanted to see me at night. And that's also after a full day when I'm already like low energy, possibly exhausted, <laughs> unless yeah. I had an NDOH2O. <laughs> <Plug>. <laughs> Why are my minerals? Um, but, for me i'll be like let's have a lunch let's have a coffee or a tea first but unless i've met them beforehand then it's a different story if i have to be so interested as a man
0: i mean you're 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 basically putting them in the friend zone though like instantly
1: i'm a homie first because i'm also <laughs> so, really oblivious like <laughs> so. if someone likes me you have to tell me to my face yeah. i do not see it i'm such a lover i'm very friendly i have so much love to give everyone that if you like me, I have no idea. <laughs> you need to be like, yo, Britt, yeah. this is a situation. And I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea. But I think it goes back again to self-worth and you know what you're willing to give. I know that some women are more sexual than others. And so maybe they want to give more or they want to more experience things. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that if that's what makes them feel true. But if you're going home at night and you're expecting something more from a person when you already just like gave them the cookie jar because you wanted it, they wanted it, but that's all they want is just a chocolate chip of the cookie and mm-hmm. the crumb, not the whole thing, not the whole package. You have to decide within yourself what do you want? Like, if you feel that that's what you have time for and you're happy with that situation, with whoever that is that hopefully makes you feel safe, then that's your experience. But if you want a full partnership, you have to show up, you have to communicate that at the beginning. You cannot accept, you cannot settle. And it goes back to what you want. Like I know exactly who I am, what I want and where I'm going, period. My sole mission and my purpose is the most important thing to me. And of course my family, my friends and my community, Yeah. But that also needs to be understood by a partner because I wanna be a priority because I'm gonna make you a priority. You'll be equally as a priority to everything in my life, maybe even more because I choose that. Like I, my second book is called Selfish Situationships. It's not done yet because I need to find more time to write it. But initially it was gonna be about different situationships that I had with men to also help women see how we grow, how we feel, and how we in turn project. Right. off of what that experience is in intimacy and being romantic in those relationships. And I know that when I'm gonna be in a long-term relationship and call someone my boyfriend, like that's who I will choose to be my life partner. And everyone who came before that is very in my life is very aware with that. And I don't have anyone even romantically that I have any bad blood with because there was always a communication and understanding from my end in my core of what I wanted at the time, what I had space for and how long it would have carried on for, you know what I mean? Um, But I just think that women need to know that they are important and they are beautiful and that they need to show up as their best self. And that when they are ready to allow a man to come that they are deserving of, that's who they let in because we have tests. So you can have the same person, the same type of guy, that's not good for you, that's toxic in different, men and you're going through the same go around because you haven't healed that root and you're settling and you're allowing yourself to hide and go low into that vibration. And you're accepting in return the energy that they're giving to you, which is less than. And everyone, a man or a woman needs to know that they're worth so much more than they think they are. But that's self-work. And that's showing yep. up for yourself. And that's wanting better for yourself. and That's doing something about it.
0: I always it's, think people don't allow themselves and I'm gonna keep using the word. In, so independent guys is the word for single, all right? That's right. right, right don't you right. like that? No, I like it way better. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, singles.
1: <laughs> I just don't you know, like right. that word. No, no, I
0: agree with you. It's Cause it's, you know,
1: my, vo- my new vocabulary, we are switching words now. No yeah. risk chance, no single yeah. independent. I
0: love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I think a lot of people don't allow themselves to be independent you know, know they rush into relationships they and they're like they're not ready Right, and they'd rather
1: be with someone just because they're afraid to be lonely. Exactly, I'm too comfortable being alone, that's my issue. I'm like, are you gonna bring me more peace than I have now? Because I can't have space for someone who's gonna disturb my peace and who's gonna bring me down. And I think that there's differences when you're in a relationship and you're working towards something together and you still will have bad days and I wanna be there for you and I want you to be there for me. And that's transactional. It's in a beautiful energy exchange. Doesn't need to be in a fight, even if like some days, Women have a lot of hormones, we can get testy and that's when I take a deep breath and I'm like give me a second. Let me step to the side or let me think about this. How am I going to react and respond? Because that's what's important. You less things bother me. Nothing really bothers me anymore. Okay. I would say besides people wanting to help me and me allowing them, which I think is still hilarious. Wait, so you don't have any
0: So when you say nothing bothers you, you don't have any pet peeves, you don't have any like
1: I hope nothing bothers me right now. Nothing bothers okay,
0: me. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty but, powerful but to that, say.
1: That's life. Because yeah. th- everything used to bother me, by the way. Before before I wrote my book, I was super type A. All I would do was rush. I was never present. I never knew how to meditate. I never did yoga. I was a completely different person. And how
0: long ago was this? Six years ago. So this is this has been a six year transformation.
1: Yeah. And every day it gets and better. And what
0: year would you say like it just clicked for you?
1: Was the year before turning twenty-five. And that's when I—that's what my book is about. The year before turning twenty-five, okay. and it's also talking about the generationally identified quarter-life crisis that twenty-five-year-olds are like, "Oh my God, I'm unhappy. I'm in a crisis." Just like the fifty-year-olds, I'm like, "Calm down. That age, is so true. Age is like, irrelevant. It's really is. And it's just you wake up one day." And that's just the alarm telling you, you need to make a change. And the change is what's important. And so I just thought initially that my target audience would be 20 something women hearing like a funny story that just happens to be my life that really helped me transform to wanna be positive. And I ended up meeting someone who made me realize I need to just relax, calm down, take a deep breath. I was unhappy. I was rushing, and like all of that is in my first book. And I was unhappy in my job. And I'm like, but I have a great, a great job and salary. And I worked for a corporate company and 401k. And my dad's like, you need to stick to this because it's making you money. And I was like, fuck all this. Like, I want to do what makes me happy. What is that? And when I decided to quit my job, I moved to another country for a couple months, came back here, wrote my book. Everybody told, not everybody.
0: Are you from Miami? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And my parents. No way. Yeah.
0: Because you. It's rare to meet people that are, That's like, from Miami.
1: That's what I hear, which is from interesting. Miami. Yeah. But a lot of my... I mean, I meet
0: a lot since I've been here so long. Yeah. But I've been here 21 years. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I'm from Alabama. So, like, i definitely from Some I'm of my close friends are from, from when Miami. I was, like,
1: six years old who still live here. And beyond, beyond. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where like, did you grow up here? Aventura.
0: No way. Yeah. We're opening in Aventura, too. Are you? Q1 2025.
1: So excited 209
0: you. Biscayne Boulevard. <gasps> right Smack, it's gonna be beautiful too.
1: That's gonna to be amazing. Yeah. Aventura needs you.
0: Aventura has no, needed honestly, us for a long time. long time. time. I, <laughs> kicking you so. I know, because it's um, our energy,
1: <laughs> Um, Wow, that's gonna be amazing.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be phenomenal, so.
1: I'm really proud of you and happy for you because you're out here changing the world, putting action behind it and doing it. And even on the days that it's like hard or you feel low, you yeah. keep going. Like I told myself anytime that I felt like there was fear in this process or I had to pivot, I put fear in my little tote bag and I keep going. Yeah. Because you have to keep going and it'll dissipate. And that's how you get stronger. And I always say one action forward is one step towards you. I like that. So every step that we take is still progress every single day. but yeah, that's when I even go back to like realizing I had to choose myself and people telling me that writing my book and quitting my job would be like the biggest mistake. And that brought me here. And if I listened to everybody, what they told to say, me, they yeah. thought I was supposed to be and what I wanted. Same thing with Steve Jobs and everybody telling him, no, this isn't gonna work. Exactly. Like Apple took over, you know right. what I mean? And yo, it's, sure it's I was gonna going to take, to take over. over, yeah. For sure. And that's why I even love, loved your motto of, and still do obviously of no days off because I'm like, that's me. I commit to myself every single day. I'm dedicated to who I am and who I want to be so I can show up for everybody else in our community because we need people to be able to lift everybody up and work together and collaborate and network. Like I just want everybody to be intertwined and for this to just be so much peace spread throughout and positivity, knowing that on your lowest day, you can still come out of it. And whether that's sharing it with someone, whether you have someone or not, it's like coming to the gym, are you just gonna sit on a bench and stare at yourself in the mirror? Or are you gonna <laughs> give yourself the, the hardest workout of your life? Yeah. It's up to you, it's a right. choice. The hardest part is putting on the clothes and actually getting here and showing up. Then it's doing the work. And I think that people forget that and miss that in their own prefer- professional and personal journey. Like whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in something you wanna do, whether it's an idea that you don't even know how it's gonna start. Like. What I say with my mindset clients is, what do you wanna do and what do you absolutely love? Don't think about what's possible or what might be limiting you, write a list. If you love to bake, write that down. Mm. If you know someone that's your favorite bakery or who's a chef or who can make that happen or who has a restaurant, like collect information, ask and figure it out and keep going. Because you can be so many different things. So it's just, I think people need to also open their minds and realize that we do live in a limitless universe. Mm. And even if the world is against us, or society tells you it should be one way or the other, you got to stick to your gut and your intuition and what you know and listen to that. Because our intuition tells us everything. Like the amount of red flags that there are, whether it's in business, um, someone that you want to do business with or not, or a specific space you want to open and maybe it's not working out and it's not working out because that space wasn't meant for you. 100%. That person wasn't meant for you. And same thing with relationships, like back with the women again, with our independent women or who they're in relationships. Like that was the whole thing is I'm realizing so many people are in relationships for their partner or their family other than themselves, because as you grow up and as we're with our partners or you have a family, you become different versions of yourself always. Daily. Daily. Yeah. In the moment, hourly. And you have to now grow with, that other person together and become the different versions and choose to stay together Mm -hmm. and with each other. And it's like, when you get to a certain point, if you realize it's not serving you anymore, it's like, am I gonna choose myself or this family, but that's selfish or is it self like It's like, you don't know, you just have to choose what makes you happy. And sometimes getting out of a situation or a relationship is the best for that circumstance and that person. If you can have, you know, a positive partnership even with raising your family still Mm -hmm. and just learning how to cohabitate in different ways and choosing who your partner is gonna be. Some people just do it again because they don't wanna be alone. And I think that women just need to remember everyone in this world is important and they are also but when they're doing more work, even sometimes more than their partner or they're getting cheated on or inviting toxicity into their relationship, is that what you really want? Like, do you want to cheat back? Do you want to be toxic back? Like that's a choice and the answer should be no. Because right. in reality, if you want to be monogamous, do not be in an open relationship or do not allow these things to happen because what you allow is again, what you become and then it's what you are and who you are. Yep. And then you don't love the life that that's you're That's so true
0: because so many people allow what they don't even want like they just oh it's just it's yeah. it's okay
1: and there's good guys like, and, and great crazy. women out there and You're not, you know, maybe you're not going to find them in a club. Maybe you'll find them in the gym. Best place. You're both working on yourself and want to do something for you, you know? And I think it doesn't matter controlling where, when it's going to happen. You just need to be open that it's going to happen as it may. Like I've met such amazing men who I shared a beautiful celebrated love with at a moment in time where... I can't even believe I met them or it happened like a year later or they pursued me for a year and a half and I was like, oh my God, I had no idea, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, this is great. That still cracks me up. You that's know, hilarious. and then it's, and, and it's beautiful. And I think that love should be looked at as celebrated. It doesn't always have to be negative or toxic and it can be a really beautiful experience and it can be put into inspiration and creativity. I know that like a lot of the things I write about is what I've experienced. And that's why I know I'll be a nonfiction novelist in the future for the rest of my life, or I know that I will, right now, my sole mission is to heal the mental health of the music industry yeah. and helping athletes and the community and women and just everyone else and men and kids. Um, but I know that when I do have a family and I am a mom and I am a wife and a partner, I know that I'll have a different version. And I've already written two children's books that aren't even out. I'm kind of sitting on them and just waiting, oh, yeah? But. Who knows what's gonna happen with development of kids at that time that I don't even know about because I'm not a mother, I'm not a wife yet, you know, or all those things that I just feel like we need to welcome in the inspiration and we need to welcome in the versions of ourselves that are ever gonna grow and be excited about it Mm. and not fear it and just let ourselves fly. Because so many times we just feel too stuck to the ground or we feel imprisoned within ourselves and we need to just open it up and say, let the universe surprise me. Like what would happen today? I wrote this list of everything that I love. Who do I know that can get me there? Don't be afraid to ask. Cause I used to be afraid to ask. I had like, it wasn't an ego or a pride with it. I just was always used to doing everything on my own and figuring out by myself. Mm -hmm. But there's so much I didn't know. I had to leap again, just like receiving, asking people for advice and for help. And how can I be a better leader, business owner, manager? Like, how can I help bring my team up in different ways that I don't already know? Because we have so much more to learn and I definitely do not know everything and I am far from perfect, but I wanna be as close to greatness as possible because that's what I wanna strive on. That's where I wanna lead to and the road that I wanna
0: drive on, you know? um, A lot of times what I've found is that for some reason people, if you want to be something and you see something that is what you want to be for some reason they don't go towards it like and they don't ask questions and they don't reach out and they don't so everyone out there like when you want to do something you have mentors in your life you have people that are successful in your eyes that you want to then ask them like People like myself, I love it when people DM me and ask me questions about business. Like, yeah. I absolutely love it. And I give them advice, you know? Like, so, you don't know, have don't, fear don't have fear of rejection. Don't have fear of rejection. Exactly. Yeah. Because you
1: got to keep going. Like, I know people told me, you've never written a book before. Why do you think yours is going to be successful? You don't even know what you're doing. And I was like, doesn't even matter. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> like, and then, who, yeah. And who feeling, are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You might have an idea that the world needs.
0: And the truth is, you could have written that book and it could have just absolutely flopped. And it still would have been a good thing that you did for yourself. You know
1: what's crazy? That my first book, I didn't even have anybody read it besides the editor. Like not my mom, not my friends, nothing until it came out because I was so afraid because I got so much negative feedback from other people before it even came out. Really? Just being like, who are you? And I realized it was a projection from them, but I had to learn that. Yeah. I wasn't in the mental space yet. I didn't even know much about manifestation yet. Now I teach it, so that was awesome. It is all a part of your journey. Anyone who says, no, you can't do this, Rejections, it's protection, it's reguidance. guidance it's mm. fuel to use for your fire saying, I'm still fucking gonna do it. Exactly. I'm gonna keep going. And for my second book, that's the only reason why I knew that I'm a songwriter. Because my friend who's a great producer, Chad Jackson, opened my book and was like, wow, you should write this into lyrics. Like, did you know that you're basically like a low key Taylor Swift? I was like, am I Taylor Swift? Oh my God. This is amazing. But I would have never known that I can put passages from my second book if I didn't share it. Yeah. I wouldn't be here. Right. I wouldn't have been like, you know what? If the world ended in a year, how would I want to finish it? It wasn't to travel, it wasn't to find a husband. I was like, I wanna heal the mental health of the industry. I wanna do music, I'm opening up my own space. I want other people to realize this is what everybody needs to do in the world for music, period. Let's care about everybody's humanness before their artistry, period. Because I worked with professional athletes over five years ago doing mindset coaching. That's how I also got into it after my book. So I just want everybody to know like, if you have a dream or you have an idea, just try it. It yep. doesn't hurt to ever try. Exactly. Failing isn't like real. It just means you're trying something and it's going to work out for you or not, or you pivot.
0: Failing is learning. Yeah. Like, the more we fail, the more we learn. People so. are so afraid to fail. Yeah.
1: You can't. You just got to keep going. It's and so fun. And
0: everyone fails, guys. Yeah. Every the 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 your favorite celebrity, your favorite athlete has fallen on their face. Like everyone, there's not a person out there that hasn't failed at something. And then
1: comes opportunity. Rock bottom comes opportunity and perspective. And we're all here as humans to grow and learn lessons, period. And so we need to be open to that. We need to allow it to flow. The people who come into our lives or out or make you feel sick to your stomach or not good. Those Mm -hmm. situations and those people are not meant to be in your life. And they're not meant to be in your life right now. So going back way from the beginning to the boundaries, it's just saying this person doesn't serve me or this situation or this idea. Let's table it. We can always go back to it or just release it because you're always gonna have something better come in. Yeah. And we have to remember that mindset. And my brother and I, my brother was never into the positive way of thinking for a while. So it was funny how we were a little bit opposite. Now he is heavy on the train and he's doing so well and I'm so proud of him. And I told him one day, 1% better every day because I read that somewhere. Yeah. And when I was having my tough moments where having real no days off, opening up the studio, barely sleeping, trying to show up for everyone and everything. And all my, I was juggling like six jobs in the past 10 years at the same time, just because... Everyone's not a millionaire. I'm still not like, we will be one day. Yeah. But you know, it's just, I was always in it doing something that I loved because I loved it. And I wanted to try it and I wanted to help people. And then I would also do things for free. And I just wanted to find out what was good for me and still make a living, of course. Um, but when I was having a really hard day and I just felt so defeated and I had to keep going and swallow my tears and not let them out. and. My brother texted me and he's like I hope you're having a great day. I just want to remind you 1% better every day. And I was like crying <laughs> because I'm like I needed to hear that and the fact that it came from him. Yeah. You know, where he like finally, older or
0: younger brother? Older. Older brother.
1: He's 3 3 years 4 months older. It was just his birthday, April 5th. Happy birthday, Justin. Um and he's also amazing. Meaty muscles. We all love that. We all love the all love the, <laughs> the full force of energy. Um, And that just reminds me, like, I don't think there's anyone in this world that can't be healed or can't be helped. Mm. And it just takes a little bit of time. Like my dad was the same. I know that like the reason why it's hard for me to receive when I now go into that route, like if I realize there's a blockage, I like to find out why it's like my favorite thing. So that's why I don't think anything is wrong with anyone. I'm like, we have an opportunity, let's dive in. And through his traumas that he's been healing, that he's never even shared with anyone or my mom, I gave him the opportunity and the space to be able to share and say, I'm sorry, that happened to you. I'm sorry that that's what you felt in your childhood and that I love you and giving him a heart-to-heart hug that he's never really done with anyone because my mom's very affectionate, my dad isn't. So now I force it upon him and he's like, hey kid, I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm your number one fan. And now I like cry when I hear that because that's what maybe I needed to hear from him. I was used to not hearing it because it didn't matter to me if anybody was proud, I was still gonna do it anyway. And now he's becoming the best version of himself and more loving and responsible. And he grew up with nothing. like He worked his ass off since he was six years old. So he taught me how to manage money at six years old. And I was helping him during my spring breaks, making $10 an hour with his business because I just was always a hustler wanna make money because he still works seven days to this day, a week, because that's just how he is. And if I was able to have him believe in more positivity and bringing that in and in the universe 1% better every day with him. I'm like, there is no one in this world who's a stone brick where I used to ask him for help and he's definitely there to help me, but sometimes his trauma would be like, not today. And I was like, Hermit, no, I can't ask anybody for help. Like, let me go back into my my shell and then Mm. not ask anyone for anything and not allow it either. And so that's what I realized for me, my inner child experience. And I even communicated that with him in a way that didn't hurt his feelings, but being like, look what that brought to me to made me self-aware that i can't receive because i connected this with you Mm -hmm. you know and still saying i love you and i know that you had this trauma that you're going through and i still want to be there for you and let's just communicate better in this day and age because if he wasn't taught how would you know so in so many times in life if our partner or someone else isn't taught or doesn't know the way you just have to teach them right so that grows with the different versions of ourselves together and who our team is and realizing, cause I also work with companies and helping their teams see each other for who they are and being vulnerable and saying, how are you doing today? Mm. How can we get through this on your own human personal level so that you can all be on the same page and that they actually wanna be here and they wanna show up for you and they wanna do it the way that you do it. And they actually wanna do it better and more efficiently.
0: Did Mariana connect Yes. Yeah. So we got to give a shout amazing. out to Mariana because she's amazing. Mariana,
1: She's amazing. So, amazing. Mariana is
0: my publicist and, uh, and says
1: the best things about you uh, guys. And I was like, I am on board on their mission. But like, she,
0: she connect. connected all this. Yeah. yeah. So I just, and we're I here just now. thought of that. Exactly. So
1: beautiful. She was ex-
0: excited that we were doing this. So, so beautiful. Yeah. grateful
1: for her also. No,
0: she's amazing. Full
1: circle moment. Yeah, man.
0: definitely. Definitely. The, I was
1: telling Oscar, I write on myself all the time. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done this for years. And the other day, like I really haven't taken a day off probably since like December of last year. And so on Sunday, I really wanted to take time off. And yes, I did work a little bit, but I stayed in my apartment. I was like, remember, you need to to rest today. So I wrote rest day here. I put a heart there to be like, you are loved. I put leader just so that I remember that's what we need to do every day. And that's a part of our identity. And then I put breathe. So I remember to take a deep breath every time I saw my arm. And then I put remember the magic because I remembered, I mean, I read something. I don't remember if it was in an article or maybe it just came to me. No, I definitely read it somewhere that what we're doing is full of magic. Like it's here for a reason. Everything transpired because it was supposed to. And to remember that in our initiative for our goals and whatever our, our dreams are and what we're acting on, to remember to allow space for magic to happen so that things again can happen better than you expected or new situations or experiences or people will come into your life where you're like, wow, that actually made a huge difference or that made me smile today or that made my day. And I feel like more people need to do that. Like on the streets, I'll always smile at someone or help them or whatever it is that you need to do with a stranger. Yeah. Just because you don't know what they're going through. Even if you're at a restaurant and the servers just being like a total ass to you and they're like, they're an asshole. I'm like, you don't know what they're going through. Right. So I'm always trying to look at like the positive aspect of a situation because Projection is huge. And if some people don't know how to handle it or control it, you still have to move with grace, give yourself grace and other people. That's why going back to trying not to let certain things bother me, or if I'm late to something, I'm like, at least I'm getting there safely because I used to be so impatient in traffic and in a car and and knowing like to give myself enough time, I always like to be early or you're late situation, yeah, you yeah. know, and I'm super-
0: In Miami, it's tough too.
1: Yeah, it's definitely tough. I know the other day when I was going to class, during Ultra okay. and I left my studio. I gave myself an hour to get there. I caught the Brickle Bridge two times in a row. That doesn't <laughs> happen. And I'm like, oh my God, it's 6.05. I have to be in the room in 10 minutes. I'm not at Brickle yet. And I text my manager and he, he, he it goes on right before me. I was like, yeah. Dom, I'm so sorry. Like I've been on my way for an hour already, but I'm going to be there. You might have to start them off with a up. like over apologizing because right. I'm, I'm always early. I got in that room with my mic on at 629 and it started at 630 and I was like, guys, so sorry, we got this. Like you need two dumbbells and a mat, I'm coming for you. Let's go warm up, boom, and a squat. Like say your whole introduction. And then it just happened that it's like nobody knew exactly what I was going through. And in the end, I was like, guys, I always end with a meditation after I scream at you with happiness and greatness for (laughs) high intensity. I was like, I had a really hard day today, but you really helped me out. And like, thank you for showing up for me and giving me grace, especially to be your leader and your motivator today, yeah. because we're all going through stuff. So I'm always like, leave the energy out on the floor. That's all we gotta do every single time, especially here. Yeah. You know, And remind yourself that you're coming in as if you're in a new spirit and a new being and a new version of yourself every time you go into the gym and work out because your body is ready for action and ready to just give it off. Yep,
0: I love it. Anything you want to end with?
1: I'm so grateful to be with you and to be here with you. No, this is this has
0: been amazing. I mean, we could literally talk for probably ten hours straight. And I want to thank you again for just you know the support and that you've kind of embraced no days off. For sure. Um, I want to thank you for the email again. Just in person, it meant a lot. And then just taking the time to actually come and sit down and do this as because I know you're busy and I know you have a lot of stuff. So this has been great so Same. thank you thank and thank you, you so for much.
1: supporting me yeah and we're for gonna sure. do great things together no
0: no we got to do definitely got to be my neighbor so yeah exactly this is the universe yes definitely. and a blessing so yes. thank you